So I'd like to give some orientation and instructions to um, a different but complementary practice called metta, which literally means friendship or friendliness, often translated as loving kindness. And it's a practice that's a really wonderful uh, support and complement for mindfulness practice in that we really learn how to cultivate a kind, caring, loving attitude, particularly to ourselves, and then also to other people, those we love, and then also strangers, and even people we find difficult. The Buddha talked about, in, in many ways, the capacity of a human being being quite vast, and particularly the quality of the heart. He talked about the, the heart and its potential has these divine or expansive abodes that we can uh, learn to know and cultivate in ourselves, these qualities of love, of compassion, of joy and equanimity. And, uh, and there are specific practices for developing them. And so in this retreat we'll, we'll look at the, the, the practice of, of metta, this boundless quality of kindness and friendliness. And um, we do that, and we've learned over the years that it's really important, just as the, the question came up this morning about why bother with you know, kindness and compassion, because life is hard. There's a lot of suffering, a lot of pain. And the more that we can infuse and suffuse our practice, our awareness, our mindfulness with a kindness, with a care, with ourselves, it makes our own experience much easier to be with, gives us more capacity to tolerate difficulty. And of course that translates into how we are with others. We ideally learning to be with each other with care, with love, with friendliness, with acceptance. And we have a capacity to do that uh, way bigger than perhaps we've already cultivated. So we all have these innate qualities of kindness and care, and we all have blocks and obstacles, being hurt, being let down, being violated in some way, and so the heart gets blocked, closed, hurt, shut down. And so these practices are a way of kind of fanning the embers of the heart. And I remember when I started doing this practice, it was in the early 80s, mid-80s probably now, and uh, I came to practice and I had a lot of anger, also a lot of hatred, uh, but particularly turned towards myself for various reasons, was really, really hard on myself, a lot of, a lot of inner critic, harsh, not accepting, and um, learned this practice as the, as, at the same time as I learned mindfulness practice. And, and it was really hard in the beginning, but I knew, something in me knew that this was also healing. This is necessary. Like when I did the practice, I felt like there was this big iceberg in my heart. And it was just numb. It was kind of dull and flat, and I didn't care about myself. And it was painful. Painful to realize that. You know, I was mostly, my anger was mostly directed outwards, or I thought it was blaming everything outwards, but really it was the, the kind of poison relationship with myself that was really uh, the hardest. So the practice over the years has melted that 
iceberg and harshness and self-judgment and brought a lot more relief, a lot more happiness, well-being. So the way we do the practice, and there's of course many ways to cultivate the heart, and in this particular one we're using phrases, it's an intentional practice, we're using the intention of kindness, of friendliness, to wish ourselves and others well. So we're, we're, we're getting in touch with what do we most wish for ourselves and others, and then we're offering that, saying that in phrases that express that heart's desire. And uh, we do that over and over again, over and over again. And um, it's a concentration practice, unlike mindfulness where we're becoming aware of a lot of things, we're really focused on one thing, which is this person and wishing them well, or ourselves and wishing ourselves well. So how many people are familiar with meta practices? I want to see. Okay, so good half of you. So you'll, those of you who are familiar with it will probably have your own phrases. I'll use the phrases that we typically use here. Um, feel free to use those. Feel free to adjust them if they don't quite fit. But whatever <laughs> phrases you use, you want to keep them simple. You don't have to keep thinking. Now is it, did I wish him to be happy or was it joyful? Was it, was it peaceful or was it calm? Right. Find your phrases. Just stick with them. It's the intention behind them that's more important than the wording, really. Um, so, so that's enough for now. I'll, I'll guide us through. So and what's important is to sit comfortably. It's hard to really feel radiant in your heart if your knees are screaming and your back's aching. So if you need to sit in a chair, please do. If you need to adjust your posture, please do. And as I said earlier this morning, in, 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 a, in a mature practice, these qualities of kindness and awareness come together. So our practice is one of you know, caring attention, kind presence, loving awareness right? to ourselves, to others. And I'll do a lot of the practice to ourselves today because that's usually where we have some of the biggest obstacles. We can often feel kindness for a stranger or a loved one but when it comes to ourselves, there's this block. There's this poem from um, uh, Galway Canal, and he's called St. Francis in the Sow, and as part of the poem, it goes, talking about a bud, a flower bud, it says, um, the bud stands for all things, for even for those things that do not flower, for everything flowers from within of self-blessing, Though sometimes it's necessary to reteach a thing in words and in touch its loveliness, to remind it in words and in touch it is lovely. And so to flower again from within of self-blessing. So it's the same with the meta practice. Sometimes, many times we forget our own loveliness. So we, we put our hands on our hearts and we tell ourselves in words and in touch we are lovely, we are worthy, we have basic good nature, we have basic goodness, we deserve to be happy. Right? So we're remembering our, our basic goodness. So, sitting comfortably, closing your eyes. Bring your attention to the center of your chest, your heart area, 
Sometimes people put their hand on the heart as a way of connecting with the heart. Taking a few breaths. And one of the causes, one of the proximate causes, they say, for uh, feeling this sense of warmth or friendliness is to remember the good qualities or the goodness of the person that you're wishing this quality of kindness for. So starting with ourselves, just take a moment to see if there's any way you can connect with your own goodness. Some good quality, some actions, some act of generosity, something you do that you f- makes you can connect with a sense of feel good about yourself. Maybe the fact that you're just here, that you've taken this time to look within. There are many other ways that we express our natural goodness. And if nothing comes, just connecting with your aspiration for yourself, your wish to be happy, your wish to be free of pain. And then through the repetition of these words, to um, which is like the vehicle for which to allow the heart to move. And the phrases are, may I be safe and protected from harm. I'll do, I'll do a long phrase and I'll, do it, I'll say the shorter version of it. May I be safe and protected from harm. And taking a moment just to feel into a sense of safety. May I be safe, or may I feel safe in this moment. May my body be healthy and strong. Or as strong as it's able to be, as healthy as it's able to be. May I be happy, peaceful. And may I live with ease. May I love and accept myself just as I am. simpler version, may I feel safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live with ease. May I accept myself just as I am. words resonate in your body, like dropping a pebble into a pond. May I feel safe.
May I be healthy. May I feel happy. May I live with ease. May I love and accept myself just as I am. Not looking to any particular feeling. Sometimes feelings come, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's neutral. If it helps, you can say these phrases to yourself now. You can say these phrases towards your body. You can imagine yourself as a young person, as an infant, receiving these kind words, kind wishes. feel safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live with ease. May I love and accept myself. So saying these phrases in your own time, in your own rhythm, slowly, staying connected with the meaning, each phrase.
when your attention wanders off, gently come back, connecting with this intention to wish yourself well, and resume your phrases, putting your attention and energy behind each phrase. May I feel safe. May I be healthy. May I feel happy, peaceful. May I live with ease and love and accept myself. can stay extending this wish to yourself, or you can now expand to include another person. So call to mind someone with whom it's very easy for you to feel a sense of connection to, feel a sense of warmth, friendliness, love. Maybe a loved one, might be a child, might be a grandparent, might be a spiritual teacher, the, the, the person that's easiest for you to feel a sense of connection. Someone brings a smile to your face. So I'm just calling someone to mind. And then just creating, sensing them, visualizing them. The more tangible you can get a sense of them, say their name, imagine the time they were happy. Sensing their wish to be happy. Sensing their good qualities, what it is you like about them. And then offering the same phrases, may you too be safe. May you too feel healthy and strong. May you be happy, peaceful. May you live with ease. May you feel safe. Be healthy. 
peaceful. Live with ease. Not expecting or demanding that to happen, but just offering that wish. Staying connected with the person, staying connected with the phrase and the meaning behind the phrase. Being watchful of getting lost in stories and memories about the person. Coming back to the simple expression of goodwill. off, bring it back, call to mind this person, and resume the phrases, his wishes of friendliness.
And now call to mind a good friend, someone, again, whom it's easy for you to feel a sense of natural warmth or friendship, connection. Someone with whom there's, there's a lot of ease currently. So again, calling this person to mind, visualize them, sense them, say their name. And sensing their wish to be happy. And whatever it is that brings them happiness. Reflecting on their good qualities, what it is you like about them as a friend, and extending your heart to them through the phrases. May you too be safe. May you feel healthy. May you be happy. May you live with freedom and ease. Or whatever it is your words are, saying these phrases in your own time connecting with the meaning of the phrase.
And lastly, sending wishing meta kindness for the people sitting either side of you, whether you know them or not, in front of you, behind you, just offering the same basic wish. May you too be safe, be happy, be healthy, be free. So for those of you, this is a new practice, just like any practice. It takes a little while to get used to. It's a very different style of practice. It's a lot of words. It's more doing. It's more effort. Um, and, um, you know, and sometimes we connect with the people and some sense of warmth. Sometimes we don't. Um, and But there's a power in the, particularly with uh, extending that to ourselves, there's a power in um, what I often think of as this practice is it's a bit like uh, replacing the neural pathways of the usual self-talk, which is you're not good enough, you know, you're too lazy, you're a bad meditator, you know, whatever the mantra is we have about ourselves not being enough, to maybe happy, maybe safe, maybe well, may you flourish, may you be joyful, may your heart be filled with love. A very healthy... Uh, seeds to be planting. Yeah. So, and you can do this practice like formally, but you can also, what I like about the practice, it is portable, it's just a phrase, it's an intention. You're walking in the walking room, you're walking down the hill, you pass a you know, little lizard on the ground, you can wish him well, you pass someone who's looking a little sad in the dining room and you wish him happiness, and you, someone, you know, these people come into your head, people back home from work, and, oh, may you be well, oh, so-and-so, may you be happy. So it's just a way of kind of extending this sense of warmth. Sometimes on a silent retreat, if you're not so familiar to the form, it can feel a little cool. Right? People looking down, there's not much smiling and laughing going on, everyone looks a bit dour. And, and so this is a nice way of kind of lubricating, warming this space with a, with a field of kindness. So um, just because we're being someone in solitude doesn't mean to say we can't extend our hearts to each other. So I would take time for questions, but we're out of time. So um, uh, you know, feel free to do this uh, uh, more than just this sitting. You can do it another time. Sometimes you can just do it a little bit at the end of a practice. Um, and we'll say more about it tomorrow. Okay, so now we have time for this side of the room is going to be walking, this side of the room is going to be doing yoga, 
And unless you have a group, then go to the group and check the board if you haven't for a group with Noah and I. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.